Well, 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 what do we have here? I'd say this seems like a bewildering predicament. How would you explain this odd compilation of idiocracy and mere downgraded stupidity held to the bind by delicate sweetness that never fails to melt your anger? Quite an apt description, if I were to say so myself, of Mishti, that is. Yeah, obviously. And do you not remember what time it is? Um, I'm going to play along and say it's time to speak the un-understandable. Are you sure that's a word though? Un-understandable? Ah, the un-understandable. Yeah, that sounds about right, you know? Very mysterious. Mm, I'm pretty sure that isn't a word. Oh, come on. Friendly reminder to please like, share and subscribe. Purvakyan entry 11.09.2022, case number 0501. The precarious life-changing events that might not exist, aka the mysterious events of time. We have never understood what the beginning of time is. The believers believe that it was willed and shaped by a great divine force. The non-believers have their own theories related to the start of life. Quite flashy, if I'm being honest. But still, there's a chance we may never know what the beginning of time actually was. So let's not start with the beginning of the world. You know, to keep it even more mysterious. Let's start with the possibility that it ended a long time ago. What? That's right. We're all ghosts and don't deserve to call ourselves living beings. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. That is not it. Nope. Uh, If you do... Some people think it's a simulation that we're living in and we're just like... That's just freaky. Yeah. Go play Sims 4 if you find that interesting i don't know whatever we're living beings but rather the mystery is that it seems that all our ancestors whether you're from the atlantic or the indian all have one or the other version of the world ending in the arms of these two and other oceanic bodies of water Mm -hmm. the first version is set in the vishnu puran with the Dashavtar, Matsya, and his role in carrying the Saptarishi and all animal species across the seas. When the seas were to flood and destroy the world to usher in the new age, Vishnu, the protector, took the form of a fish and dropped into the first man, Manu's, Patra, for drinking water. From there on, the fish grew to an enormously huge size within days, and then instructed the Rishi to gather all the species of the earth and the Saptarishi as they would have to ride on his back to a safer place when the floods came. And then we cross the seas onto the Mediterranean with the story of Noah's Ark described in Christian, Jew and Muslim stories. The Smithsonian magazine explains, God chose to destroy the earth with a great flood but spared one man, Noah, and his family. On God's command, Noah built a huge boat, an ark, and filled it with two of every animal. God covered the earth with water, drowning everyone and everything that once roamed the land. 
Noah, his family and the animals on the ark survived and repopulated the planet. Well, most of us know these stories, but the mysterious part, the part that doesn't line up here, is defined from a theory. A theory by scientists says there isn't enough water to engulf all of land completely. Thus it is possible that these events occurred in a single place that was a part of this land, not entirety of land, and that place flooded completely. The people of this place, assuming it to be the end of the world, moved away and settled to a nearby dry piece of land. So, uh, that's, a, that's probably how it happened. But the thing is, why is this story in every, each and every part of the world? Exactly. It's like we said before, it is there in the Atlantic, in the European countries, it is there in India, it might even be there in some of the Asian countries. How exactly has this version of the world ending dispersed so much that it happened and yet everybody in those stories has survived? Exactly. I guess survivors do tell the stories, so maybe they kind of, you know, widened their uh, reach yeah, exactly. throughout the world or something. Exactly. Yeah. It could be a sort of exaggeration of what had happened. That's what scientists think. But it's but it's still a mystery, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But just like there's no conclusive theory about the beginning or the end of the world, as we just saw, there are many other life-changing, life-altering events that remain mysterious, either due to the lack of data to substantiate proofs or the lack of resources. For example, time travel. How, how are you going to travel time if we don't know exactly how time works, right? And we don't have the resources to go back and forth. We don't even know if time is back and forth like a line. But then, similar to these time-related events, there are other geographical events that we see in the present day that have an origin story of their own. One of the most famous might just be the story of Sri Ram's water bridge constructed with the help of an army of bears and monkeys. That itself is so fascinating. The stone bridge is a concept of fascination and wonder as the first question that arises is how the hell did these bulldozers not sink with the immense force of gravity and water? How do we still see the fragments of these bulldozer-type rocks throughout the uh, oceanic uh, body in the Indian Ocean from uh, India to Sri Lanka. Exactly. And these bulldozers did not sink. They were perfectly able to stay at the top, floating like clouds in the sky. Although I have to say, the bear and the monkey sing, probably those weren't like actual bears and monkeys. They were probably like tribes with the name, uh-huh. you know, like the bear tribe, monkey tribe thing. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, the dispersion of this bridge doesn't help in the in- investigation one bit. Neither <laughs> does the fact that the island of Lanka, that was the destination of the bridge, no longer exists and was lost to the roars of the waves long, 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 long ago. <laughs> That's a lot of longs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess... This is one of the mysteries that will need further investigation. Definitely. We must be patient and return to our studies to research for any possible leads that could be found through conclusive 
and efficient research along the lines of historical waters. Yeah, now the past has always been a mystery to us. That's why you guys listen to Purvakhyan, where we discuss the stories of the past. That doesn't stop us from always thinking about what our future might hold. That's something our ancestors were equally eager about. Our ancestors, source of future mishap, marital affairs, wars and heroic quests, was the one and only Oracle at Delphi. Da, da, da. Ancient Greece, to be specific, the town of Delphi, to be even more specific, on the slopes of Mount Parnassus, there was a temple devoted to the god Apollo. Within a sacred chamber, a priestess called the Pythia would breathe in sweet-smelling vapours emanating from a crack in the rock. These vapours were the source of the state of frenzy during which she would channel Apollo and speak gibberish. (laughs) A priest would then turn that gibberish into prophecies. Up till now, it has remained a mystery whether this oracle really existed. Well, as we all know, we humans are always interested in things that we can't solve. And thus, with the help of science, we discovered the temple was a real place. And two geological faults running beneath the site, now in ruins, were discovered. So we know that maybe Oracle of Delphi existed. And the gas was likely emanating from those fissures or cracks when the oracle was in action. But researchers have been arguing over the contents of the euphoric, gaseous mix. It could be a variety of things like ethylene gas, benzene or a mix of carbon dioxide and methane. But now that the oracle of Delphi may have existed has been confirmed and the discovery of those sweet smelling substances that may have caused that state of frenzy in her is theorized. What remains a mystery is how that state of frenzy of hers was accurately predicting the futures of these people that visited her. We will never know. And I kind of like not knowing. But the curiosity we and our listeners have about the nature we live in won't be going away anytime soon in the future. That's a prediction we can all swear on. Uh Uh-huh. So you guys, stay tuned for the next episode that might just involve you packing your bags and setting sail on one of those adventure stories that requires the protagonist to get over one of their social fears through a painstaking moral quest and find treasure in a lost city. That's always a bonus. Yeah, good blockbuster movies are formed on this particular plot. So, hey, that's a reference to, you know, you understand what that reference is to. If you guys don't understand what that reference is to, you should go and check out season four, episode two, episode three. And while you're at it, episode one of Purvakyan podcast. Yeah, definitely go check that out and get ready, guys, for the next mysterious case. 0502. Bye. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe.